You're listening to Red Nation Online. Steve Perry, Andres Adarazi, I'm Ian Clark. We're back from BMO Field of Dreams. Ten long years and after a 7-5 aggregate score through extra time, supporters can legitimately file this one away as one to remember as the best match in club history. If not, one of the best playoff rounds in league history. We go through the post-game emotions, try to break down the match, praise all the players, and look ahead to hosting the MLS Cup Final. All that and more on the next 45 minutes on Eastside Stand Up. A bit right now. I, I thought you were having writer's block on what is the important headline to start with there. That that too. Well, I'm feeling a bit of a crash, but I think also, I mean, it's as simple as what a fucking game. What wow. a game. So first off. Best game ever. <laughs> ever. I, Period. I, I actually wouldn't disagree. I think that this game had everything. And, and we were down twice. <laughs> Thinking we're not coming back from this, and it was pouring rain. There was like the pathetic fallacy of the weather mimicking the feeling right. uh, was going on. It was like, and then there was like history repeating itself in some ways, but in the opposite way, where when we went to Montreal to and we won the Voyager Cup, like uh, in two thousand and nine, was it? In one of the early years, uh, and we had to like make up a big goal differential. We were d- down going into this. There was as I watched people stream into the stadium, there was. Lots of nervous anticipation. There was lots of people happy trying to sing, but also you could see there was anxiety. Uh, people were rushing to get to the game because it was an early start at seven o'clock. Everyone was like trying to get there on time. Uh, it was just like a, there was just a, a I don't know, just like this whole I don't know bevy of emotion going on with people coming in, and the and the South End was singing long before the game had started, which is always a good sign. Um, <laughs> And we wondered if we if that would stay going. The teams came out exactly fighting, but we should maybe summarize what happened. Like, what the fuck happened tonight? So, first off, what's the headline here? Well, uh, does anyone do we want to go around go around a circle here? Well, what the headline, headline is? What's the headline? I mean, fucking like. There's a couple, right? So TFC first off wins. They win the Eastern Cup Championship. Eastern Conference. In Eastern Conference, and it's like, uh, what? We did we ever think this would happen? Secondly, uh, <laughs> did we ever think we'd host an MLS Cup final that we'd no. be playing in? They've defied the odds. They've definitely defied the odds. I, I mean, we're, we're all sitting here in this table. We're speechless. Speechless. Stumped. Like, didn't ever think this day would come. Shocked. Can't even, can't even understand this. 
Don't even know. We don't even have emotions for this because we're just like this. It never happens. We'd never think this would happen, and and this has been a season like that, hasn't it? It's been a season of of like uh, new feelings for us. Yeah, with 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 a with a with um what's the word I'm looking for? Like a measure of well, still don't get your hopes up too much. Yeah, Yeah. right. Always. Don't oh, get your hopes up too much. And I think, I think Andre, you like through the playoffs, you've sort of like tried to keep the Toronto things doubt. in check. It's the yeah. Toronto doubt, right? It's like, let's, totally. not, let's, because this is going to go to shit at some point. <laughs> we don't win. No. Toronto doesn't win. Yeah, Toronto's not a winner. And, and you look at it in the context of like the Toronto sports stuff. It's like we've had the Blue Jays with many attempts, like in the last two years, yeah. going pretty far yeah. into the, into the World Series. And you think, oh, well, they, it's not going to happen, right? Uh, the Leafs are in a rebuilding year, but they're still not really very good. The Raptors went pretty far last yeah, year. Yeah, they got real far. Yeah. But this is the first team that's won, <laughs> like, in decades, yeah. hasn't it? Like, it's been decades. Or at least been in a, in like a the last, yeah, I think The last probably, time the Toronto well, won, except for the Argos. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Which is sort of dismissed, right? Um, was was basically when the World Blue Jays Series? won the World Series. Yeah, in, probably. In the 70s? 90s. 90s, 90, 90, 90, I don't even remember. When yeah, and, in, and, and around that time too. I mean, the Leafs got to this point. Yeah, but they never got to the. Yeah, they, they lost to the LA, final. LA, and Vancouver. Those back-to-back back years. That was the closest we got. Yeah, the big uh, Wayne Gretzky. Thing. Yeah. This is a cup. We won a cup. <laughs> we won a cup, but there's <laughs> still right. one. All right, this is. I mean, we did silverware. Yeah, technically. Yeah, considered. You know what? And I guess I was gonna say, and this is this is more significant than winning a three-team round robin. Yeah, that's just yeah. Obviously, say that. Yeah, for sure. Because that's the only cup that we've won. Wait, we didn't play Edmonton. Well, <laughs> after oh. after Edmonton was included that, in it, I yeah, see. we didn't. We did no, but I don't think we did. Anyways, we might have. It doesn't matter. But also, but what was did. significant about this is that it was two Canadian teams in an American League. Okay, final. yeah, that's so yeah. That, that was the thing that, and was, we only had to sing one national anthem at the beginning of the game. Isn't that nice? Yeah, <laughs> and it was super loud. Yeah. Yes, um, I can't even hear the hey, person singing. We only it. had one sponsor too. One sponsor. What do you mean? BMO. Oh right, it was the battle of BMO, BMO yeah. in BMO Stadium. Yep. Which BMO couldn't <laughs> couldn't write. This well, I mean, <laughs> I mean that was the that was maybe like I mean, obviously we're it's all TFC first, but the caveat was that no matter what happened, there was going to be a Canadian team in the Almost Cup Finals, which would have been that was a <laughs> Still huge phenomenal, a huge milestone for. And this Canadian is the first soccer. Canadian team. Yeah. So it's kind of fitting that Toronto was the first right. team. Oh in the yeah, league, to enter and the now it's the first team because it wouldn't. That would have been a tough pill to swallow. I yeah. gotta say, if Not, yeah, if Montreal had, had pulled this one out, yeah. and you know, right? But, you know, I, I, and so leading up to this game, I don't necessarily think that they didn't deserve it because, like, they beat us at home, they tied us at home, well, you they know, the stats lost us at home. We did the same. Uh, it was evenly matched. So, like, we both had two wins this season. We played Montreal six times coming up to leading up to this game. We've tied once or tied twice, won twice. Sorry, there's been two wins, each by. It's been even. It's been dead even. We've we've lost twice. We've won twice, and we've tied twice. Or, sorry, that doesn't work out. It's been yeah yeah yeah. yeah. So yeah. we won once at their stadium, once at ours. Lost once in their stadium, lost once at ours. Tied once in their stadium, tied once in ours. Yeah yeah. So it was dead even going into this, except for the goal differential, which we were two up. So we had scored ten goals and they had scored eight in the total of the six games. Mm. So looking at it, it's pretty much it could it was anyone's game. And the last time that we played Montreal in Toronto, it was in the summer in August during the X, and that's when Javinko gets injured, right? right. And they had neutral they had so down the stretch, they learned how to neutralize Javinko, our best player, and 
and beat us at home. And I was thinking, this is not a good scenario because it's not how you finish in the league. It's how you finish, period, right? Yeah. Looking at like how this went, I was thinking, we finished third, they finished fifth. But it doesn't matter at this point. They, they looked like they were ready to beat us. And they were up at the beginning. So Montreal struck first in the 26th minute. Odoro scores a goal. and we Just were, like the other game. Yeah. yeah. And and the goals were coming out of nothing. Like it, like we were dominating the game. That's what happened in, on the 27th game. We were dominating the game. It was like it felt like robbery at the end of the game. I was like, this is not how this should have been. This should have gone, right? Not only have we lost our best player, but we had lost the game. And we had lost the game with nothing, with very little possession by Montreal. And it, and so going into this, I'm thinking it's not going to take anything for Montreal to stay in this game. And to, like it, they can just play sitting duck. In fact, they didn't have to. They didn't have to score. They, they could yeah. have played for the draw, which is what we thought they were playing for because there was a lot of like Les Miserables. There's a lot of theater going on. There's lots of like dropping and falling and simulation stuff going on. And you're just like, and that gets in players' heads, right? They're, but like... I don't think they let it get to them, at least not in the first half. So looking at the first half, before the rain started coming, you had a, 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 a Toronto team that was on fire. They were basically taking this game to them. In fact, I would mention to you, on all those tackles, they weren't going into tackles like a 50-50. They were going through the tackles. And I was like, <laughs> and then Montreal started going through, and I was just like, someone's going to get hurt, yeah. right? It was like intense. So... It was one of the most intense games I've ever seen. Uh, it wasn't just exciting. It wasn't just didn't have just the drama. We had to come back twice. Holy we fuck. didn't have to come back. Everything. <laughs> we had to come back twice, especially with the goal differential. So we were down in the goal differential, right? We yeah. had scored twice away. That was working in our favor, but we were still down one, and we had to win by one. So going into this, Vanny's he was talking on in the press is like we just have to win one nothing. That's all it has to be, and we're thinking that's, that's not never going to happen. That's not going to because Montreal's going to score. And they're going to score out of nothing. And they did. They were first to strike. So they scored at the 26th minute, and it was by an ex-TFC player. Yeah, and we should say that. Well, Duro scores, which he's, he's like we said this on the last podcast, he scored with on Montreal. He scored against us on Chicago. He scored against us. We played for Columbus. He's pretty much scored for us on every team he's played. Yeah. Didn't score a lot when he was on our team. <laughs> did not. Uh, funny enough. But, um, you know, we should note when we talked about the atmosphere in the stadium, how great it was for Toronto. However, when Montreal scored... The air goes out, and you can hear that section above us. I guess is it two o five? No, it'd be two twenty. No, which is the support? Whatever the way, the way supports above us on the east stand, and it sounds like they sold all nine hundred tickets. Yeah, I think whatever was allocated them, I think it was nine hundred. I think Toronto gets fourteen hundred in Montreal. We gave away nine or something like that, and uh, they were bringing it, but. In instances where the stuff was going as our way, like you couldn't hear them anymore, yeah. which was thank God for that. Yeah, but um, but there was a, quite a few times, and even at the end of the game, I was like, I was wondering where that twelfth player was because really, there was times when it was such so nervy that the the support the support was gone. Like it wasn't that that it was gone, but like they weren't vocal, right? Because everyone was like yeah. on eggshells trying to figure out what's going to happen with this game right it was tense yeah so it was an intense game and it was a uh, great and even like the commissioner of the league said you know it, this is like has been one of the best games you know he's i i would be interested i mean i've w- sort of loosely watched playoffs for the last whatever you know 10 years and uh i'm curious if people might look at this as one of the best like conference finals ever when you look at overall attendance you know, atmosphere within the stadiums, you know, supporter culture, 
and then just a back and forth battle. I mean, it went, we went to... And, and it was a natural rival. So we've had this historical rival with Toronto, like for, for everything. And it's not just sport, but it's like economics and mm. there's history. There's like the English French. It's like the makeup of the country. There's so many. Upper Canada, lower Canada. There's, there's so many details to this, this rivalry that play into this, right? And it's, I mean, I, I don't know. It's, it's bigger than I think anything that they could create. Yeah, they could manufacture. Oh, yeah. Right? I, I would say if, if I have a point to say, because you were at the game and I caught it last. Um, with on that point, uh, the before this this game kind of solidifies for me that that rivalry is somehow legitimated or legitimized or it's legitimate now because the other ones were good and tough games, but this is now it's apex into this amazing, amazing rivalry. Now and they're going to remember this forever. Right? And yeah, every game from now on. One yeah. for the history books. Yeah, one for the history books for, for as long as both teams exist. And I'm happy about that because I always thought that maybe it was a little, little, little commodified at times. But now this is, this is no one's, who's going to, if we were on the other end, who would forget this? And you, you look at the makeup of these teams and they're like quality teams. And like I'm thinking yeah. Drogba's on the bench. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, despite all the shit that's going but on it, with Montreal. Yeah. He's like a world-class player who came in. Now, he didn't have any effect really on the game, right? But, like, like it's crazy that they they bring they sub in Drogba, you know, in an additional time or whatever. Whenever yeah. he came in, I was just like, what? Yeah. Like, but it's also, too, it's also a good matchup in the sense of, like, it's almost like two philosophies of how you build a team. Mm-hmm. Because Toronto obviously went out and spent heaps of money. You know, got two U.S. international stars. They find this sort of... Italian you know, Italian, Italian guy in the yeah, it's sort of like you know, not a, the most uh, well-known yeah. player. Uh, <laughs> oddly enough, the, the Italian player is is the cornerstone of our team. But then you have like Saputo, who's a mix between mostly yeah. goes out there and is is just mining Argentina and Italy, and Bologna. Yeah, and, and he has a setup <laughs> like it's just and, and they're doing things their own way. Like they don't really care about the U.S. Pipeline of draft yeah. picks or college players. They're just trying to like create their own players through FC, FC Montreal and whatnot. Um, kind of these two teams are a little bit sort of outsiders to the rest of MLS and how things have traditionally gone in terms of how you build a team. Uh, and here they are both in the semi got to the conference finals and, and one of us is into it. So, but I don't want to like segue because we're kind of running through the excitement of the first half. Because obviously Toronto got back in it, so we're down at one point. It's it one is, nothing at two, it's four to two, and, you, and it's just no. Well, like let's go through because then we score off a set piece. So at the thirty-six minute, we score off of not a set piece. Sorry, it was our second corner. So the first corner is a set piece, and it was a beautiful set piece from Giovinco to uh, Altidore making a run around. So he started off in the six-yard box, comes back out to the 18, oh, right, yeah. and has a f- fantastic shot on net, but it doesn't go anywhere. And it feels like they've dispensed with the set piece. Like, no one's even set up for this corner. It feels like it's like a like it's just a nothing ball. Like, it's just they're just going to kick it back to them or something, right? Like, at that point, it felt like Toronto had given up. And, and all of a sudden, Cooper scores out of, like, nothing, right? Like, it's like a melee in front of the net that... Uh, he sort of just like the ball falls to his feet. But there can't. was foreshadowing on that because it was Hagland who's climbed the ladder to get that header in that got cleared off the goal line. Yeah, foreshadowing because he scores another goal like that. He scores the like was it the winning the t- goal? Well, it, it was the tie-breaking goal. goal on the aggregate, right? So at the and then like eight minutes later, Altidore scores, right? So this is the because and like how did that get set up? 
Well, because well, so I'm thinking that you know because he missed the first one. So how does it get set up? How, I, I don't remember how it went. Well, Jovinko staying in a corner, but Altidore, if I'm not mistaken, oh, yeah. was in the corner. Yes, whispers in his ear. <laughs> no, oh, really? it's true, Wait, legitimate. Yeah. So Jov- no, Altidore gets the, earns the corner, right? Yeah. And he's in the corner, and Jovinko's walking back by him to take the corner and whispers something in his ear, and then what did I say? And then he comes in. It's a different run this time. He comes up from the 18. Cuts in front and does this like near post, skin of the head, beautiful. Like it's just like you can't like I called it. That's the point of the story, Steve. I called it. You I didn't said call it because I, did. I, said, I said near post. You <laughs> did okay, you said near post, but I said he whispered something in his ear. It's That's what I door. said. I whispered. That's what I said he whispered. Near post. Near post. Near post. And he went near post. And he did this. Um, he just I mean, if you watch the replay, if I'm not mistaken, I mean like Jovigo just puts the ball where it needed to be. Yeah. And it's like it's you know like when the quarterback throws the ball just right. in empty space and the, and it hangs it in the air so it wasn't hanging in the air but he perfectly put it so that as Altador was coming around that player he just had to just get a piece and no of one it. could catch him because it was the run right and I think it was Kamara who was like on him most of the game right most of the time whenever there was like a dangerous spot. Altidore was shadowed by Kamara. He was just like walking with him wherever. And in fact, earlier there was a collision with Altidore at at midfield with I can't remember who the Montreal player was. Yeah. And Kamara is stand, stamping beside his head. Do you remember this? Yes. And Bradley is trying to get a Kamara. <laughs> and there was like this whole melee going on at the beginning. So this is before the rain had started, and they're and this is like when they're going at each other. They're t- they're going they're tackling with with reckless abandon. Like there's just like you, you this is an out and out war at this point, right? And there's this collision that takes place with Altador. Altador goes down. He's not as badly injured as the other player is, and Kamara is kick is stamping the ground right beside his head. And Bradley's like, get the fuck away from him, right? Yeah. <laughs> like it, it. I don't know what the fuck was going on there, but like, anyway, at that it was point, intense. It was at that point, I noticed that Kamara wouldn't let him out of his let him out of his sight after that. That was basically he was shadowed all the time by him, mm. so he was trying to man mark him. Anyway, but lots of door roams, right? So yeah, yeah. you can't really man mark that. Yeah, yeah. Right. Anyway, so at this point, going into the half, Steve. We've, this this we're is our one. game. This we're is our game. We're up one, and yeah, so it's tied. No, we're up. It's two one. Well, we're up, but oh, I agree. We're tied, but we have the advantage on away goals. That's right. So we're sitting there, and we're in our section. We're like, wow, okay, just got to hang on. Yeah. But then, you, as we were kind of saying, we're like, this game's not. There's no <coughs> way this game's ending. And in fact, Toronto came out a little bit flat-footed. I think that um, you know. I think we came out to defend, but you couldn't really tell because... They came out early, too. Did you notice that? The seventh minute, they did. They, so Toronto came out early, and and then in seven minutes in, Montreal scores. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, fuck. This is the, this is how it always goes for us. Mm. We've lost it, right? How are we going to come back from this? No, honestly, it felt yeah. like we were done. And it was a shit goal. Can I say that? Because yeah. the ball was went through, and nobody picked it up. It just sort of like was... Dawdling. It wasn't a hard ball. It was really slow. It was a soft pass to one of their players, and it so went it, between Piatti, two. and he was like, they closed in on him too late, and then 
Uh, Irwin started to come out. We came out a bit too slow. And as he got out there, the ball squirts underneath him. And then you kind of have a Duro far post. And I can't, it was Hagelin or someone or Zavala tries to swoop in to save it. It was Moro and he was on the wrong side of the picking up Odoro, I think. And it just went, it just went in the back. It just went in. It was like, it was off. And it was like, it was a, like it it unraveled. It felt like over the span of like, 15 seconds you know what i mean like you're just watching the train wreck and happen in front of you and you're like no no what no no and then everyone is just like for fuck's sake and but you have to say that i mean one caveat to that is there was still tons of time left in the game it wouldn't be trying well i mean well it wouldn't be without the drama but i I have to say but the, the game in august was exactly like that we had all kinds of time and so in the psyche of people who had watched that game in August, they were going, no, this is unfolding just like what happened in the summer, sure. right? We're going to lose this game <laughs> on aggregate. We're going to lose. And so like it, we had a whole half <laughs> yeah. to lose that, and we did. Yeah. Anyway, but, I'm just saying, I mean, one it thing, was unfolding. Yeah, but one There's thing, history going on here. Uh, but uh, to still add on to that, I mean, this is – this what happens afterwards i think it supports that whole i you know the the notion or the, whatever we've kind of said of how this how an mls season or getting to an mls cup final is and going through a season where it's it's you know it's not a sprint out of the gate it's not even a marathon it's <laughs> it's literally you just time it's just timing and you're trying to catch the wave to get in the perfect form at the right time and it just feels like since those last two games of the regular season, especially like we saw the way the Philadelphia game unfold, the games against New York, you're kind of like, fuck, I think we're like, we've, yeah. you just kind of believe that it's like, I think they can pull it off. We've, they've, they've shown us that over the last six weeks to yeah. two months that, okay, we can be, we can, we can fight back and then earn the win. Yeah, that was new because with consistency over the seasons, it's always been shit the bed at the end of the game, right? The last 15 minutes, it was the collapse. You could count, you can count on it. Yeah. Or games that we should have won, yeah. like a, we were Last season, up. you started seeing it, but this season, it was more consistent with like, we don't give up games now, and we come back and we can fight, and we can we can come back from a deficit near the end of the game. Our DPs are healthy-ish. Yeah. Well. When everyone was fit. Well, I mean, Al- we, and Altador, I mean, it's no coincidence, Altador's run of form after his injury has helped immensely. Yeah. You know, even when, you know, Giovinco wasn't playing, like he was—he's so important to the team, and he's showing that every yeah, game. He was called for man of the match today, and yeah. I think well it was deserved. Earned. Totally. Uh, so anyway, at the 68th minute, we've already mentioned sort of Haglin scores the last goal, right? The the tying goal, which is the tying goal on aggregate. So then it becomes five five essentially, but it's like three two at this point, and uh, that was off. Was that off a corner? No, that was uh, Moro. Moro, bringing it down the, on the left side. And feeds him, and he gets way up. Like he just—it's like he had springs. It was sick. He—he he throws the he lofts his minutes hand. before. Okay. There was a player I can't remember who it was in Montreal turned him inside out three times, embarrassed the shit out of him. Moments before. It was Oduro. Was it? Yeah, it must have been because it was on our side. And you're just going, get off the pitch. Yeah. <laughs> right? That's people around us were saying, like, sub him out. Yeah. But um. Yeah, that that like that, he made up for it. Yeah, and the header from Hagman was just—it was awesome. I mean, he—that's much of that. That's, he also rose to the occasion. He started playing like yeah. he was just owning the defense yeah. after that, right? That so, is probably his his strength. Clearly, whether it's as a center back defending, um, like aerially, 
as long as that ball's in front of him in the air, he's he's a great player. Yeah. Uh, and and we've seen him heading balls. I remember in a Portland game that we were getting killed in the first half, and he, I think he might have got two goals off of headers in that one. And, uh, I mean, he just – you just saw him. The ball goes up, and he sees it, waits half a <coughs> second, for the, and then just – perfect timing attacks and just gets full elevation above any of those defenders and just hammers it in thunders thunders <laughs> it in so then they bring drogba in that's when they substitute drogba just after that and you're thinking okay this is the next wave this is the drama yeah. that's going on this is the next wave of drama you're going like because we've seen drogba just score against us like with nothing mm-hmm. right and so uh, but it's 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 raining now at this point. It's been raining for at least an hour, maybe an hour and tw- an hour, yeah, at least an hour. And so the pitch is wet, and so it's difficult to get your footing. And these, some of these players are getting tired, and even the fans are starting to like they're getting nervous, right? So it's getting quieter, and you just don't know what the hell is going to happen. But nothing happens, and it winds up being a tie by the end of the the, the regulation time. And so they have to go into uh, a half hour, two 15-minute halves um, of extra time to settle this. And at this point, the aggregate goals don't mean anything, right? So it's now tied. They just left it at a tie. And now every goal is a goal. And that's it. It's not like Montreal's goal. It doesn't mean anything, right? So so what happens? So Sheru, they sub in Sheru. Oh, shit. Minutes. Yeah. So who? wait, he subbed in for... So the players, Jovinko. Jovinko gets injured. Yeah, so this is, this is again, this parallelism that happens with our history. The last time that we faced Montreal here, Jovinko gets injured. Mm. And he's out for a month, if not longer. And we have a terrible run while he's out, right? And so Jovinko goes down, and he everyone starts chanting his name, and he gets up and he's walking, but he's not walking well. And Josie looks over and says, go down. You're injured. You can't play. And so he, they sub him off. They bring in Sheru. And, and Sheru, we're happy. Yes, because... Not I, happy he's injured, but we're like... Because we were, we were saying one of the first substitutions should have been Sheru. Just to throw that out there. We're like, you know, I don't, I don't know why Sheru's not in the game. You know, Osorio didn't start this game. And uh, I think the first substitution was Johnson went out, and then Cooper went out. And I was, you know, yeah, thinking so to myself, Johnson like, for Ricketts, and like, then just, why wouldn't you brought in this like this Cooper. this wily veteran who's just he's just so sick on the ball, and his passing is out of control. It's like second to none. It's like it's he's he's it's it's I don't know what it's like threading the needle. His balls are just perfect, right? He's not even in for a minute, and he scores. And where did that ball came from? Beta Shore. Beta Shore. Like another, like it was Random, like. Random, like Beta Shore yeah. crossing. Wait, when did, when did, we've made this joke all season. <laughs> I was when, saying that Beta Shore was a black hole. Yeah. He been, I was thinking he should have been substituted a long time ago. And like there's been, I mean, he really hasn't really contributed much to the game. All of a sudden, this ball comes through and like Sheru is playing an unusual position. He's playing where Jivinko plays is the number nine, right? He's playing behind Altidore and slides in front. Is that just where he found himself? And, and play, and it was literally the, the first thing that he did on the field. Uh, like they were just like, no, get on there and run no, up field. The first thing he did was this beautiful ball. Like he's only been on for 20 seconds. He threads this beautiful pass out to the outside with Morrow. The ball comes back over to the opposite side. Benishor gets it and he kicks it back in. And Sheru slides in, heads the ball. Down, Ahead of camera. 
<laughs> Who's like another foot taller than him? Yes, and he heads it low inside post. Another near post goal, which is these are the goals that are like impossible to score. Near post goals are impossible to score. And we've scored two now <laughs> against the goalkeeper. The goalkeeper's got to be feeling like shit at this point. That's what I'm thinking. All right, so that's seven, that's eight minutes into the extra time, and we're up, and we're, like, feeling great. But we know yeah. <laughs> that we can shit the bed at any time. Yeah. That's, the tr- that's the thing. And we're nervous, and Ricketts scores two minutes later. And that came from that Altidore. came Altador, didn't it? Like, Altador doing all that extra heavy work. He fucking ran down the field, picked up that ball, took it almost to, like, the edge of the box, heading towards the touchline. And, and then Ricketts had to take a sliding shot into it, right? And it was a beautiful. It was and you know, and we fantastic. should say Ricketts' goal was a bit of redemption for him from earlier and the end of the game because he had two plays, if I'm not he mistaken, did. where he made a bad pass when he should have shot it, and then <coughs> he took he, too long he to took, shoot. He took a pass and he settled it down too long, and then just turned it over. Yeah. Um, and I think people were probably getting a little bit down on they him. They were upset with him, but you know, it's just like that's. This is just like Ricketts isn't. Uh, you know, a highly technical player, but he's gonna be, he's gonna be this, you know, in a moment emotional oh, yeah. like clutch guy that pulls out these crazy gritty. He'll slide in and just toe poke it over the line. Yeah, um, that's what he brings to this team, <coughs> and he just and, and tons of speed. Obviously, he's athletic, but for him to get that goal, I mean, that was just and that goal. I mean, I've never been in that Felt stadium. Relief. Think of the stadium, but think think of yes. that celebration. I've yeah. never been like jumping off my seats. It was so loud, swinging my scarf <laughs> around, like ah, 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 just hitting. You never had a reason to. No, true enough. Never had a reason to. True enough. <laughs> but and then, every, but the, that was everybody's reaction. So it wasn't just you, right? Everybody was like high fiving each other. People don't even know each other. It's like this is crazy. Someone setting off a firework oh. un, unannounced. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that went off too. Yeah, that was crazy. A random firework went off in the middle of the game. Run a play. Really? Yeah. But it was an MLSC firework. It wasn't like uh, somebody oh. shooting from the stadium. No, no, no it, was that, it was from the goal. It came from the goal post. It was, like, it was like a lower one. In right? the middle of the game, nothing's happened. This is like like 10 minutes later. Yeah. Uh, they've switched ends. It's like the firework goes off. And we're like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's a little bit Somewhere. premature. It's, it's a premature ejaculation. He, uh, uh, he's our Eden Zeko. Remember when Zeko played for Man City? He would always they never started him, and he would just always score off the bench. And that's Ricketts. Ricketts, you need a player like that. You need you need someone, and he's such a good player on his own. Well, I've always said he should be starting, but you know what? Don't ruin a good thing. You know, he's rested. He's put me in, coach. Put me in, and he's in. Boom. Because he's slick and he's sleek and he gets the ball and he's always going to do something with it or, you know, or start something. Look yeah. at the goals he scored in well, the playoffs. He might get his chance now that Javinko's injured, right? We don't know what's good. So we don't know the status of Javinko. Oh, yeah, true enough. And uh, there might be that gap. So Ricketts might get a start. Um, and we're in the situation now where we're in a final. Not just the con- the conference final. Now we're in the league final. Well, Gio hasn't scored since when? He hasn't scored since New York. Yeah, and I think there was so much familiarity with these teams that they knew how to play Javinko. I think, like, with the... Who are we playing? Seattle. So, with a team like Seattle, there's less familiarity. There's a a better chance, like, that Javinko would have shined in a game like that. I guess my point is is that if he doesn't play or he comes in later... His stats are insane. He scored... He's 300 shots this season. Like, and... He's multiple goals. He's not even selfish. He's got the highest assists. He's got the highest goals. 
He's like, he's like the he's the engine that drives this. But team. dare I test fate by saying that I didn't necessarily? <coughs> of course, when I, he got injured, right? It was that's when we started producing the goals that we needed, right? right. So in some ways, the team did step up there, for him. Right? And what? And 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 how many goals were scored altogether? I mean, it's not to see him on the score sheet. It's a little surprising, but it also bodes well for if everybody pitches in, then maybe we shouldn't be. So but that's, I mean, that's what you want. Like, but in, he, in a still way. Draw, he draws defense resources, yes. right? True. And that's the thing. Like, it, it's still, he's still a factor, regardless, no, yeah. Yeah. regardless of whether he's on the sheet or not. Yeah. And like the way he was taking people to task with, like, I mean, it was just, I mean, you know, you didn't see everything from him, but I mean, he was marked out of the game largely, and he would take. He, but you would see and him draw. Altidore's goal was his set. It was his corner. Yeah, that's mm. true. Right. Yeah, and it was the whisper. <laughs> it was the soccer whisperer. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> it was fantastic. It was amazing. Yeah. So, do we want to go over formation or anything? Do we want to give away the secret? Well, what What was the secret? <laughs> well, I mean. Do we want to tell Seattle what our formation is? Oh, well, they, I'm sure they'll figure it we'll out. I, I mean, it really, it's, we, I guess we're going to find out what happens. I think, obviously, I think Vanny's going to stick with, stick with well, what he's well, done. It works, it, depending yeah. on what Jovinko's status is, I think I'll stick with what he's still stick with it. It's like they're going to play five defense. They yep. have two wingbacks, mm-hmm. two of them being wingbacks, so that they can work into the midfield. So that could be potentially now here's, but here's five, like, and five, five and five, like a switching five and five. So right? in, in a final, who, who's your midfield now? Well, I would have started Sheru, but like I've, he hasn't picked Sheru ever, like this whole season. It seems like Sheru's riding the bench, and to me, he earned his spot tonight. But it, I mean, he should have been there all the time, right? Mm. So, and you still got Endo on the bench, right? He's he can be fantastic too at times, right? Yeah, but, yeah, but I think when if you, he, you, you have like, your UB3 subs, when he's not stealing Altidore's thunder, yeah, he right. can be a force. Yeah. But I think with your three thubs, three thubs, <laughs> three subs, three subs. If if it's it's gonna always gonna be like Johnson, uh, Sheru, and Ricketts, and and they're gonna be substituted against Osorio, Cooper, and someone else. Like that's that's <coughs> the way it's always gonna be. I think. Um, no. I mean, that was only the way this way tonight. I but it seems to always way. go that way. Those are the three guys for the last. X amount of games where we've had the same starting lineup. Yeah. The subs have always been uh, Ricketts, it's been Johnson, and then it hasn't always been Sheru. A couple of times it has, but I'm thinking, trying to remember who the other one was off the top of my head. I didn't think Johnson had a bad game tonight either. No, he's good. I mean, he. I like the thing I like about Johnson in there. A, he's got a little bit better legs than Sheru. Although Shaver's was a much fearless better. tonight too. There was a tackle that he went into that, or it was a shot actually. It was a Altador gave him this little back heel and. And it was Ariel, and he went into it. He and there was a foul called on it, I, maybe against him for going in too hard. But like I felt like that was an undone. That that call should have not been made. That, he was just yeah uh, tough decisions. It looked made. like he was. Go- I mean, and, and we went, I think forget, he was going to be unstoppable. Don't forget, we won this year's Voyagers Cup because Will Johnson broke his leg to score the goal that got us into it. Yeah. Like, and that's the kind of character and in the MLS Cup final that you not, want. It's like he's forgotten that. I guess usually when you break a leg, yeah. you don't go in ever like that ever again. Yeah, I but it's like, say, it's wait, like I shouldn't. Say, I don't think he broke his leg. He injured himself. I don't think he broke. He broke his leg sliding against uh, two two years ago when he was in Portland. He broke his leg, and then he got injured in the Vancouver game. Someone's going to correct me on that. Anyways, it doesn't matter. He got injured in that one, scoring the winning goal. And it's just like in my thoughts, it's like 
he might not have had a, an outstanding game, but he's just like a character player that I think you want on the field. He made an impression on me. Yeah, for sure. Um, but th- you know, that's that's the this is the part of I think some of the confidence we can carry forward to that Seattle game is that okay, whoever he puts out there, if you know if he if he doesn't start Johnson, we have this great guy off the bench with that kind of character. Sheru's got experience, like up up to his over you know whatever he's got the most probably the most experience on the team mm. uh, in terms of you know playing in Europe's and match played and and just his technique is fantastic. Fuck, he settles the game like nobody. Like when he came on, all of a sudden the game went from like scappy kicking the ball away to like all right, let's build this. Yeah, and he, and it, he never it just turn, changed everything. He never turns the ball over. He never panics on the ball. The ball that he passes. He made one perfect. pass with his left foot on the outside of his left foot to curl it away from, like, the, the player had the ball. <laughs> he was in line for the pass, and he curled it on the outside away from that guy so it could get to, if I'm not mistaken, it was Morrow on the left side. And you're like, Holy His shit. vision is second to none. And it was, it was like a, it was a one beat yeah. that, that he did that. He didn't, like, have to stop, think, do it. He just turned and said, oh, I'm going to have to do my left foot, curl it on the outside, no big deal, send it off tomorrow. <laughs> and you're like, fuck, who does that? Like, just, yeah. like, it's nothing. Uh, and then the last one is like whether Osorio starts or not. It's, it's you have a local boy who's going to be playing it's in the baffling to final. Me why he starts on the bench? Who? Shayru. Yeah. It's it's baffling to me. Well, I I think you can say there is there is a case to be made for you know a midfield with Cooper in there. Cooper brings energy. We, 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 there's obviously negatives that we've pointed out this game, but he definitely for a little guy, he's willing to get stuck in. He brings a lot of energy. He's trying to like bring a little bit of technique to the game, and I think he disrupts the other team. I think he gives them he he, pre- <coughs> he presses harder, I think, than Shea Ruwood. But the things against Cooper, so I agree with all that uh, because his dribbling is second to none, and he can he can take on players no, no problem. But the ball never comes back when it goes to him. He never he's not very good with passing the ball. He takes too long to pass because he's trying to beat too many players. So he's a t- he's a typical. South American yeah. player, right? Central, he's, yeah. He's like a no, but I mean, oh, I'm I know, sure, I know yeah, he's yeah. from Central America, but he plays like, you know, I've got to beat three players, yeah. you know, to to be able to do something. Like he's got to earn that thing, right? Anyway, it's the bravado that he's earning uh, puts him into danger too many times. Now it does; it is a mind game with him, and especially going into against a team that has lots of Latin American players. Uh, and some would argue some of the Italian players can play like that because they do have technique. Um, I think, you know, he, he's just not as good as all of them. And and so I feel like in some ways when we talk about Betashore being a black hole, I also feel like Cooper's a black hole. The ball goes to him and it never comes back out. Um, it either It's either a dead ball, which we retain, or it goes the other way, or uh, it gets stripped of him or it goes out. But it doesn't... The play sort of dead, it, like it goes to him, and then it's dead after that. So I feel like that doesn't never happens with Sheru. Yeah, that's in that's fact, for sure. In fact, you get you get a playmaker out of Sheru, right? You get something that develops. <laughs> you know, it's you get a, it's pick, like night you get a perfect pass. To me, it's night and day. I mean, I, I don't know. It's, it's baffling to me why Cooper starts and Sheru sits on the bench. Baffling. Age. Yeah. It doesn't matter to me. He's still a better player. No, I know, I know. Yeah. But, well, but I, but I, th- I again, also think there's a, again. If I think if Sheru starts, then you might not do the five. Is he two. injured? 
Sheru? No, yeah. but I'm saying I think it's I think it's all based he on was formation. Injured. I think it's all based on formation. Maybe that's what it is, and it's but like, he fit perfectly into the formation. In fact, he he scored. Yeah, I'm not. I, mean, I don't. I'm not. This game around. I'm just. Right? I'm just. Yeah. Sure. I'm just I'm just maybe Van, I mean, Vanny sees things that we don't, right? And he sees the guy all the time. So uh, maybe he's. This is his plan. Maybe he doesn't want to start him. Maybe it seems to be working. So. Well, yeah. I think we're in, right now. We're in a position where it's like, hey, if it ain't yeah. broke. Like let's just, we're just gonna keep rolling yeah. this out until we get something goes wrong. And so far, it's 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 been great. Yeah. This five three two. Um, any, any like, did you have any sights and sounds, Steve? Any other thoughts? I mean, obviously, the we could gush over that in stadium experience. I'm gonna probably talk about it for the rest of my life. Um, how awesome that was from start to finish. <coughs> kind of makes me wish that. Every game was like that because it probably could be in a lot of ways. I mean, nothing stood out. There was no new chance. There was no nothing. And there was like, there was one banner that said, Montreal will be forever in Toronto's shadow. Which I thought was like a little bit too much braggadocia for us. Yeah. It's not being us being poor winners, I think. Um, there was like a Toronto Football Club banner that was really long. I wanted yeah. it was that was from the Champions League. Game. I wanted to see that more, uh, like come out a bit more. Oh, I didn't see it unfurled. Yeah. I, it was unfurled at the beginning of the game and then sort of dropped off, and it felt like it was not allowed to go back up for some reason. It would have been nice to see. Um, but generally, I mean, I think the other thing is that it rained for most of the game, and that roof was awesome. And I don't want to admit that because, you know, it took a long time to build and, <laughs> and they charged us for it. And, but it felt kind of good not to, I mean, I only felt a little bit of rain near the end. Yeah. And the best part is that the people paying $10,000 in the front row got rain done yeah. <laughs> and we didn't. <laughs> you know, what was crazy too. The one thing I noticed was that on a game like this, whenever they, was it fireworks that would go off or were they setting off flares? But man, those there was a lot of flares. The smoke, the smoke on it hung in the field. Like it wouldn't oh, dissipate. It just of, hung in the because field. Because of the dampening effect of the rain, right? So it, it doesn't wasn't windy. Let, it doesn't let it go up. And it was, yeah, you're right. It wasn't windy. So it wasn't even getting out of the field. It just, it looked like war. Um, I was thinking, because I watched, uh, I don't know if you watch Vice, uh, Vice on Sports. They yeah. did a thing on Belgrade's uh, Red yeah. Star. The Belgrade Derby, right, between pa uh, Partizan and uh, Red Star. And the Nano Flares, they have, like, the fire department there, right? So the flares come raining down, you know, the red for the, Bells, the Red Star. Um, and the fire department keeps dousing them, trying to put them out, but, like, they had to clear the, the game that they showed. They had to clear. They had to clear the pitch. They had to stop the game because there was so much smoke yeah. that they couldn't see anything. The players couldn't see anything in front of them, and they had to wait for like half an hour for before the game could start again. But it wasn't like that. Yeah, but but the, it was still like. But it was like whoa. There was points where you couldn't see the, you other, side see the other side of the pitch. Oh, really? yeah. yeah, it was like pretty That's intense. Awesome. I think you could on the pitch, but in the in the stands, you're like, how are they playing in this? Like, yeah. <laughs> Because it's yeah. foggy. And I'm trying to just like, I'm, throwing, great, I'm throwing though. random things out. I mean, the north, the south end with the extra stands. I mean, they were full. Yeah, so there's 35,700 at the record game Record setting attendance. I'm, wonder, I'm curious. And I actually think I wonder if they, record setting. I wonder if they've got the north stand like packed away somewhere. They could rebuild it quickly and stick it in. I'm sure they, they can. Should, but sure. they, I, would, yeah, yeah. I wonder if they might try to put in temporary seating in the north end. They should. Yeah. They'd get, be because they could yeah. probably get it up to... 48 yeah maybe maybe even 40 and they but wouldn't need to do they wouldn't like need to keep it there right because no. like there's nothing to tear it down for there's no like gray cup like no. that's already done yeah right? so 
They could just put it it's up. It's no special event. To, like it's the winter now. <laughs> like we're playing the final in the winter in, in Canada. That's bizarre. It was, it was a warm night. Um, it didn't feel like winter tonight, but it might feel like winter in, in a week and a yeah, half. Yeah, it, that could happen. Turn on a dime. Yeah. Um, so maybe we'll just leave it at that, guys. That was a pretty good podcast. I feel great. <laughs> well, we really all great. kind of feel stoned because did this I, is like a Did I make that comment? Thought. I think I said it. Did I on the podcast how it's like crazy how... But I think the one thing is sort of like this for the like 10 years of this team, there's like, or 10 seasons, except for this season. Like you've never really been able to look back on any season and be like, I'm going to remember that. Like I'm going to remember these games and not in an ironic way, or, right? Yeah. Or like a joke as like making fun of the season be like, oh, that season was God awful. Like 2013, the worst <laughs> season ever. <laughs> what a memory. You know what I mean? Like bad nostalgia. <laughs> yeah. It's like fuck. This is all the really like, good nostalgia was early days. Yeah, had all these memories. To Look, be, the, the thing. If I could summarize this, I would say that like most finals are, there's so much. There's they're filled with so much nerve and anxiety and and going into the game that the game is usually a non-starter. It's usually a disappointment, and that was not this game. This game was the exact opposite of that. Um, and it, as you said, it's a game that you'll remember for all time. There was so much drama in it. We were down twice came back both times and then we went ahead and and we went it was like bad conditions there was like all kinds of things not working this this game was like a lot of things happened in it there's so much like Javinko's in like there's so many things that are happening so many storylines that took place in this game it was filled with drama it's it was true, an exciting there was game. never there was never a moment where you weren't like and it was like a gritty win like and now we're going into a final and it's and we're at home and it's a one game, and like the tension continues, right? So, not only does it like was it an exciting game, but now it leads to the next chapter, which is in a week and a half. And so, can't wait to see what happens. Right? Yeah, I mean, I'm still going in with the nervous anxiousness, oh, and like, like not, I don't know if we can win this game, right? Don't even know who's going to be on the pitch. There's a lot of unknowns still. And, it's going to be a great next and, ten days, and that's it leads, for sure. Yeah. It leads to all that drama that you're just gonna you want to stay tuned for. So. That's a great way to finish the podcast, Steve. Stay tuned. That's a good outcome. I think we'll just leave it at that. Everyone knows uh, on this podcast how to get in touch with everyone, so I won't go into too many details. Steve Perry, Sunday nights, equalizing to store it. Andre Zadarazny is on Twitter. I am. At, <laughs> at Andre Zadarazny. Underscore Zadarazny. Right. I have to say that I, I feel I'm happy to just be here. Because I missed all the game because of work and caught outside in the rain. I'm glad. I, can't, I, I didn't know you were around. I texted was, you. I just was it, like, hey, buddy, I'm missing you at this game. I know. I thank you here. for that. And, I, and I, it was surreal to be next on the stadium and trying to peer in the gates. This is I like 1923. I actually think that's amazing. And then I, and then I huddled with three other guys to watch on a screen where the tickets were sold. And so you're like five seconds delay. So we're just just met a new person. We're chatting and talking, and it was it was that. I mean, I wish I was there, but still, I mean, just to be in the presence of greatness was. Just it summarizes that. Like it summarizes. The, it was that kind of a game where you could just like it brought people together from the city mm. in a city that's so full of like disappointment. Yeah, and maybe this this will give tr- people a different outlook on TFC. Which most people, a lot of people, yeah, because it's, over it. it also plays in the shadow of every, all the other yeah. sports teams, right? So, for the run, and this is we are, <laughs> but we won a cup, yeah, yeah, and one more to go, and a final. So, guys, ninety uh, more minutes, yeah. I'm I'm gonna start hashing idea if I might want to do a, a preview podcast uh-huh. before the game, and then obviously we'll be doing one after the game. Yeah. So I'm gonna leave it at that. Um, 
And thanks, guys, for sticking around tonight. Thanks, everyone, for listening. It's real late. We've all, yeah, we've almost done it. <laughs> one, one more to go. And uh, I'm really looking forward to the time. We'll catch you guys We want you to get involved. Reach out to us on Twitter at Red Nation Online or by email at info or have your say at rednationonline.ca. Get in touch with us. Let us know how you thought the team did. Agree, disagree, it doesn't matter. Also, check out our other podcasts on Red Nation Online from the Black Hole, Ours is the Fury, and our interview series. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you guys next time. They'll understand you, for you are here.